Thank you so much for joining us. I'd like to hand it back now to Daisy, one of the, the student advocate organizers who all put today together. Please, a round of applause. I just want to say thank you to everybody who came out today. This is very important. Um, I mean, there's not a lot to say, honestly. Uh, we're here to get justice for Vanessa and for everybody who has experienced what she has. I mean, as much as we, I mean, as much as, as much justice we ask for or the family receives, I mean, she's gone. The mother's not going to have, is not going to get her daughter back. A friend isn't going to get their friend back. A family isn't going to get their family member back, right? So our goal is to have, to get a con congressional investigation going and, um, we just gotta protect the people who protect our country. And I think that's all that I have. Uh, but yeah, thank you all for coming. I concur. Thank you everyone for being here. My name is Yolanda Medina, and I served in the United States Marine Corps. allow me to read this statement because if I rambled on in my own emotions we'd be here forever. So um, let me read this to you. The facts behind the Vanessa Guillen story, though unbelievably sad, are not at all shocking to me based on my own experiences in the military. It appears the world has not changed in the 30 years since I've served in active duty. The Department of Defense fiscal year 2019 annual report on sexual assault shows an increase by 3% in reporting. But more importantly than that, sexual assaults are reported, but no one official investigation started was up by 17%. The feedback from this um, report shows a clear lack of faith in the chain of command. And when unit climates are tolerant of other forms of misconduct, the risk of sexual assault increases. These are direct quotes from this report. The report also stated that it's hard to define sexual harassment with male and female service members because they define it so differently. The focus group participants said that when harassment or assault occurred, it is not always confronted or addressed because they believe their supervisors did not want to jeopardize the career of a higher ranking or better performing service member. Somewhere in Vanessa's direct command, her unit, or the base where she was stationed, with one or all of the above scenarios, systematically failed her, which did not allow her to safely report the sexual harassment and which led to her death. I pray that we as an organization in Forward Latino can add our voices to the cry for justice for Vanessa. We are calling for two specific actions. First, Due to the issues of transparency during the investigation into Vanessa's murder, Congress should conduct an independent investigation. <laughs> Secondly, regarding the increase in sexual harassment claims and special uh, assaults in the military, we are asking Congress to pass legislation to create an independent body where servicemen and women can make complaints with the confidence they they will be investigated without bias, that this will not jeopardize their military careers, and most importantly, that justice is served. 
Forward Latino has sent letters to the Speaker, the Majority Leader, and to the Chairman of the Ranking Members of the House of Armed Services Committee, and copies have gone to the Secretary of Defense, the DOD Inspector General, as well as Congressional Allies. Though these actions will not bring Vanessa back, nor will they wipe away the years of unresolved military sexual trauma for our veterans, they can make a difference for the women who are currently serving in uniform. If you look at the definition of vigil in the dictionary, Merriam-Webster's first definition comes up as the act of keeping awake at times when it's customary to sleep. On behalf of the more than 200,000 women in uniform today, Forward Latino will continue on with the vigil. Thank you. Thank you, Yolanda. Just so you all know, Yolanda was such an outstanding member of the United States Marine Corps. She was one of the first, if not the first, women to actually service the Harrier Jump Jet in the U.S. Marine Corps. So thank you very much. Thank you for your service. I also, I also want to say really quickly um, to Melissa, to um, Daisy, and everybody else, thank you so much for inviting us to be a part of this vigil. We have young people here in our community who said, a justice cannot be allowed to stand. They weren't afraid. They said, we need to make our voices heard, and they put this together today. So once again, can we give them a big round of applause? We'll applause the grand of It's the duty of all of us to make sure that the next generation of advocate is ready, is ready to stand up for their community, and we're so proud of you. We're so proud of you. Thank you. So, um, two days ago, while the majority of America was thinking about how we were going to celebrate and what there was to celebrate about our great country, Ford Latino was in its offices. We drafted a letter to Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi, to Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, and to the leaders of the Armed Services Committee in the House of Representatives with our demands. We demand an independent investigation. We demand that there's finally a peace and a place that men and women in our military can go to to complain about sexual assault and sexual harassment. Imagine that our military members are being sexually assaulted on base. And then we learn, then we learn over the weekend that not only was Vanessa, not only was she harassed, not only was she was assaulted, but after her murder, they dismembered her poor body and attempted to burn it. This has got to stop, and it's got to stop now. So we've been on the phone all weekend and all day. As of about an hour ago, we have over 88 members of Congress who've signed on into a letter demanding that that independent investigation takes place. Everyone from, we've been speaking with Representative Grahama out in Arizona, to our friends in Ohio and Iowa and Texas and Florida, etc. And we're excited about the momentum that's going. It's only tragic that it needed to take place to begin with. We've been also working, and we appreciate the support of Senator Baldwin, and Congresswoman Moore actually stopped what she was doing today to pen this statement herself. 
So if you'll indulge me, I'd like to read what the Congresswoman sent us here. Tonight we gather as a community to remember Vanessa. My condolences to her family who had to fight too hard to get even the most basic answers about what happened to her. Most of us may have never met her, but we know her. Her story seems all too familiar. Vanessa was a talented young woman who wanted to dedicate her life to serving our country. Yet in her time of need, she could, turn, she could not turn to those who should have been in a position to help her, who in fact took an oath to help her and did not. I'm saddened and outraged that we have to be here to commemorate another brilliant life cut short. It is a tragedy that in this day and age, women in the military cannot continue to be the targets of unwanted sexual harassment and assault. And the sad reality is the next Vanessa could be happening right now in our own military. For the sake of the millions of women, both in and out of uniform, we must do all we can to better support those in uniform who may be experiencing harassment and or assault. And frankly, we must all be open to brave new ideas. Military leaders and others keep saying that because of reforms made in the past few years, the military has made progress, but needs additional time to reform for the reforms to truly take hold. How can there be progress when most people who suffer sexual harassment and assault in the military will never even report it? It is clear it is clear that we need bolder and stronger reforms if we are to, to going significantly change a culture that is quick to blame and punish those who suffer while failing to hold perpetrators to account. I have joined, I have joined my colleagues in writing to urge the Department of Defense's Inspector General to investigate the circumstances surrounding Vanessa's disappearance and tragic death. An independent investigation by the Inspector General's office will begin to provide the Guillen family with the answers and justice they seek. It will also hopefully help provide information that will help guide Congress as we continue to work to address sexual harassment and assault in the military and the lackluster response by our own military leaders. Despite considerable efforts to add new protections and tools to help protect men and women, this case is a vivid reminder that we need more. The U.S. military is, is, has a responsibility to ensure the safety and well-being of the young women and men that take the oath to defend our country. It is clear that they are failing in this duty. Together, we can change that. In a few weeks, the House will be examining our annual defense policy bill and look forward to working with our colleagues to help make changes to prevent any more women being harmed by sexual harassment or assault in the military including making it safer for them to report. Let our final commemoration of Vanessa be to our resolve to do all we can to protect anyone who finds themselves in her situation. My best regards and thank you for all you've done, Congresswoman Gwen Moore. How about a big round of applause for the Congresswoman? And now, somebody who helped put this together <laughs> on a moment's notice, please put your hands together for County Supervisor Sylvia Ortiz. 
Thank you, Daryl. Um, my name is Sylvia Ortiz Velez, and um, I'm the county supervisor here in the district as well. Um, I want to say that my heart and the hearts of so many in our nation are broken for Vanessa and her family. Um, and all the victims of sexual assault, rape, and murder within the ranks of our military. Um, and as the uh, widow of a veteran, I do understand the sacrifices that our military have made for us, the ones who have fought for our freedoms. They need to be protected by having a safe way without limiting their professional advancement so that justice can be served. The message from our culture is to not complain about sexual harassment in the military and not to talk about it. And if they do, then they suffer even more. And not only women are um, victims, men are also victims too. Again, I want to say may the good Lord comfort her family and Congress must act. There was a lack of transparency during the investigation into Vanessa's murder. Congress must launch independent investigation into Vanessa's murder, in addition to drafting legislation that will help create an independent organization where victims of sexual harassment and assault can safely file a complaint and have their complaint be handled in an unbiased manner. Again, I'm calling on Congress to act. It is their responsibility to keep our men and women safe. And they must act, and they must act now. And to do our part, we must vote. Elections are coming up. And it is our duty to participate. Thank you. I'm going to introduce Blanca Sandoval. Voy a introducir a Blanca Sandoval. Ella es una de las madres de los militares que tenemos aquí en los Estados Unidos. So we ask that if you have, if you're a mother of a uh, and you have a soldier in the military, we ask that you come over here to speak on your behalf. Um, pedimos que si ustedes son madres y tienen hijos en la militar, pedimos que ustedes vengan arriba para hablar. Good evening. I'm so happy to see everyone here today. Um, that you're taking the time out of your day because you really care and you have a heart. I, I'm, I'm loving it. This is great. Um, I also appreciate the fact that most of you are wearing masks. And um, don't forget, we're still in the uh, days of a major pandemic. Um, and as many of you already know, the numbers are increasing rapidly within our community. So please, guys, please continue to do your part. Um, and pass that information on to your friends and neighbors and relatives. Um, as um, Melissa said, I am the mother of a military uh, soldier. She is a Marine. She is currently stationed in Paris Island. And um, I'm very proud of her. And she loves the military. And just like Vanessa, she gave up her freedom. She gave up, she made many sacrifices to enlist in the Marines. Um, so. I want to go on. I, I did write a little speech yesterday. I went um, all over the place because I didn't have my speech with me, so today I'm going to stay on task. She was 20 years old. At the age of 20, most people are looking for jobs. They're in college. They're hanging out with friends and possibly in love. People choose what they want to do by then and prepare for their future. Vanessa chose to enlist in the U.S. Army. She heard wonderful things about the U.S. Army, about the military. She chose to give it up for her country. 
She was willing to make sacrifices for her country. It takes a lot of guts, and excuse my French, a lot of balls, to join the military, especially for a female. But she did. She was an American heroine. I too have a daughter in the military. She's a Marine and she loves her job. She's tough and she's willing to make many sacrifices for her job and for her country and for her people. She is aware of the issues and the sexual harassment and the cases that are not being told within the military. She is aware of that. And I'm almost guessing when she said that to me that she has been in a situation like that also. But of course, like Vanessa, she had she has to contain that information. It just makes me wonder that something is definitely wrong here and nobody is saying anything. Vanessa's sacrifice was her job. She wasn't willing to lose it if she complained about sexual harassment treatment she was receiving from her what would be killer. This country is far away from stopping a woman from talking. And don't ever, ever let anybody, and this goes for you men too, don't ever let anybody talk you into not turning someone in or not complaining about someone ever doing any kind of sexual harassment um, against you. you. You have that freedom and you have that right to complain about it. Something needs to be done. Don't be silent. Um, we don't live in those days anymore, but apparently the military is different for these women. Granted, sexual harassment exists everywhere. It's wrong and it's illegal. It's not specific to the military. It's how these allegations are handled in the military. And most of the time they are handled internally, which means nothing ever happens and there is no follow-up. We want justice for Vanessa. We also want justice for Gregory Morales, whose remains were also found while they were searching for Vanessa. Something is going on at Fort Hood and we as Americans need to find out what's going on. We need information. These are our children. And I'll tell you right now, you can go home and tell your children that you don't want them to join the military, but I'm gonna tell you right now, your children, it's their dream. Some of the kids, this is their dream and they will do it. But we want to make sure that our children who are in the military are protected. If they are going to be protecting our country, serving our country, serving our military, they need to be protected and we need that guarantee. We also want reform. We want reform in which the, in, in, the, in the system that they're currently using in the military while reporting sexual harassment. We want change. It has to be done differently. Like um, our other veteran here was talking about, we need a system. We need a system that will allow people to come up and, and talk about the, the situation that they're in and something needs to be done about it. You know, the other day I was listening to Nancy Grace, and she's a, I guess she must be a well-known attorney, and she was talking to Vanessa's family's attorney. And they were talking about the case with Vanessa's family, 
and she brought many facts to light, which of course made me angry. I mean, till this day, lots of things are coming up in this case that, you know, we're going to learn about that just aren't right. I mean, in the manner that she was killed itself is inhumane. I mean, what woman attacks another woman like that? Who? Who in their right mind? Nobody. That's an animal. That is an animal. I'm sorry, but that, she's not human. Sick. Sick is the word. She brought many facts to light, which of course made me angry. But she said it in tears. She says, look at Vanessa's picture. Try to imagine your own child in this picture. And I believe that for me and for all of the other military parents that are here, that is not an easy thing to do. But Vanessa's mom is going through that right now. I mean, I cannot imagine what the mom is going through. Um, last I heard, they didn't tell her how she was killed, and I pray that she never finds out, because that itself is going to kill her. Um, so no one, no parent should ever have to go through something like this, ever. Let's keep Vanessa's mother and her family in our prayers. I also encourage you to go to hashtag I am Vanessa Guillen and read those voices that have not been heard. All of those silent Vanessas, military personnel, men and women, who have been sexually harassed, raped, and some even killed. Make a phone call to the U.S. Senate Armed Services. I have the number here and I'm going to pass it around, so feel free to take a picture of it. All you have to do is call them and tell them that you are demanding a congressional investigation into Vanessa's case. Um, Vanessa's life mattered. All military soldiers' lives matter. Latinos' lives matter, just like anyone else's lives. This could be this could have happened to anyone of any color. And um, thank you. Thank you for coming. So I didn't prepare anything, uh, but I just do want to speak um, about this. Uh, for long, for too long, women haven't been heard, period. There's no, we shouldn't even have to ask for an investigation into this, period. Women have been silenced for too long. And men, as men, we need to step forth and we need to support our women. Our, of any color, in military, not in military, we have to do everything we can to support our women. Let their voices be heard. Because they've been silenced for too long. Way too long. We shouldn't have to be here asking to investigate someone that was harassed and then murdered. She was in this world to protect and serve. And the military needs to protect and serve her honor. We should not have to ask for them to do this. So they need to investigate. Period. That's it. That's it. It's not that hard to make this decision. It's not right. She was a 20-year-old woman who said, I'm going to protect and serve my country. And she decided to do that on her own. And then she was harassed and murdered. Murdered. 
So as a community, we need to come together and make sure something is done about it. And the lady that spoke, Betsy Schuler, you're going to attack another woman? That is not what you do. We are here for each other. And if you aren't with us, you are against us. She shouldn't keep her job. She should be dishonorably discharged. Fire anything, everything. Because she was not supporting her own, in a sense, sister who decided to go to the military just like her. And Nessa went with honor and was taken out by her own. We should not be asking for justice. It needs to be served and we need to support our women. Our women have been silenced for too long and we cannot accept this. We can't say, oh well, freedom of speech. No, you don't say things like that. So what I'm saying is, there is no choice. Investigate and prosecute because those people who did not protect and serve their own harassed and murdered her. So as, as a people, we will not stop until we get justice. And they need to do their job and protect and serve her honor. She did not deserve that. That's not what she signed up for. She signed up to make sure that all of us will be saved. So no more trying to figure out. No, get it done. Make sure that the people that did this to her get justice. Her mom needs justice. Period. Thank you, thank you. I'd like to call the organizers of the event back up. And then we'll have our moment of silence. Buenas tardes a todos los que están aquí. Primero voy a hablar en español y alguien más lo va a decir en inglés. Buenas tardes a todos los que están aquí. Primero que nada, muchas gracias a todos los que ayer caminaron junto con nosotros hacia el puente de la 16. Sé que no fuimos muchos, pero sé que todos caminamos juntos por una misma causa. Es por eso que hoy estamos aquí. Um, les agradecemos a todos los que están aquí. La vigilia se hizo totalmente diferente a lo que teníamos planeado. Pero estamos aquí por una sola razón, porque queremos justicia para Vanessa. Queremos que cierren la base como su madre lo está pidiendo. Estamos pidiendo respeto hacia la familia de Vanessa. Es momento de decir no más al abuso, no más a la discriminación. No nada más porque tengamos un apellido latino o seamos latinos, somos menos que nadie. Porque ella valía igual que cualquier americano, porque ella era americana defendiendo un país. Así que es momento que nosotros como latinos, como mexicanos, como boricuas, como hispanos, nos levantemos y digamos que cierren la base y pedimos justicia por Vanessa y por su familia. No es justo que esto siga pasando, que cierren la base. Es lo que pedimos. Así que muchas gracias y alguien más lo va a repetir en inglés y les va a dar un mensaje. Muchas gracias a todos los que están aquí, a los que vinieron, que miraron nuestro post en las redes sociales. Muchas gracias. Este es el comienzo de muchas marchas más, porque si nos callamos como latinos, jamás seremos escuchados. Si Martin Luther King lo pudo hacer, si César Chávez lo pudo hacer, nosotros como hispanos también podemos ir a ese momento. Gracias.
When I say long live the revolution, you say long live the revolution. Long live the revolution! Can I get the people's revolution to come up here for me, please? People's revolution, please come to the front. We appreciate this event that's uh that's thrown on behalf of the organizers. We're here to support. Uh, my name is Khalil Coleman. We've been marching for 39 days, today being the 39th day. Yes, long live the revolution, y'all. You know, we just want to uh, thank everybody that's been out here that's been supporting from the north side to the south side, the east and the west, all through Milwaukee County and the suburban areas. We've been making a difference, and today this event is an example of what we're able to do when we stand together as a unified front. Long live the revolution! Long live the revolution! <laughs> I want to bring up, before we bring up, um, Joelle Acevedo family, um, raise your hand if you heard of the case revolving jo Joel Acevedo. Okay. If you haven't, then you're going to have an opportunity to get to learn a little bit more information about the case today. Uh, it's important that we pay homage to the national causes like you know, George Floyd and things of that nature, but it's also important that we pay attention to the local causes and how it's connected to the national causes because when we're able to make the change right here on the local causes, then we can be the platform for what happens across the country. And I'm not trying to chase what happens across the country. We want to set the platform right here nationally so we can create our own laws, hold our own elected officials accountable, you know what I'm saying, without having to go to D.C., but we're going to talk about that as well, you know what I'm saying, but, but, but understand your local causes and how your local causes affect uh, to the national causes at the same time. Mar Mariah, Destiny, please come up here. Yeah. Hi, so I am Destiny. I'm an organizer with the People's Revolution. I'm Mariah. Uh, yep, that's Mariah. I call her She magically appears. She don't think it worked, but I know it works. <laughs> um, so the People's Revolution, like you said, we've been marching for 39 days. <laughs> we've been marching for 39 days. Um, a lot of people they don't see no point in it, but I see a lot of point in it. Um, for example, Vanessa, we bringing more people together. Joel Acevedo, we bringing more people together. Olivia, she just told me about one of her friends. They died to police brutality in 2005. I never heard of it until now. So it's like when it comes to the march and we bring awareness, we have unity. I would never come to this park if it wasn't for us marching together and being a unified group. The neighborhoods that we had marched in, I would never be in those areas if it wasn't for this unified group. And I know for a fact, if that's me, I know that it's you all, because it's known that Milwaukee is the most segregated city in the United States, for sure, in Wisconsin. But it's like I have a new family who I've been meeting, and I, you know, and we, we are a real family. And it's crazy because this, this, this was purposeful. It happened so naturally. Like this march, we're not just a bunch of angry people marching in the streets. We really won't change, which is like changing the laws. But then we won't change within each other. Like I said, I would never come to Southside. For what? Everything I have and need is on the North Side. But I have family here now, so now I have purpose to be over here. Southside. Y'all have family on the North Side. Y'all can come over there. 
Everywhere. We got family over there. Why would Tulsa? We got family there now. You know, and it's like, it affects us because even if you don't know someone who was killed by police brutality, if you don't know them personally, you know someone who knows them. If not, you're friends with someone on social media who posts them. And it's like, it's easy to share it, but to really be in person and we talking about it, and it's a conversation versus a post and people just comment, I'm praying for you, but to actually hold hands with someone and pray, like in the physical, that's big. You know, and for us to be segregated and we can look amongst each other and see some of everybody is here, that's big. And that's pretty much what People's Revolution stands for. We love. We love. During a pandemic, we love. They wanted us to stay locked in our house. We all here loving on each other. We got to keep it going. We got to keep it going. Now we are doing a march, and I'm going to just let Mariah take care of that, because that's what she's been doing. She's been doing so great at it. Y'all yeah, yeah, yeah. give it up for Destiny. So um, we are going to the march in D.C., which is the 57th anniversary of the I Have a Dream speech by Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Um, we'll be going August 27th through the 30th. Um, you can follow us on the People's Revolution on Facebook. You can actually pull your phone out right now if you're not recording. If you don't follow us, you can just hop on right now. The People's Revolution on Facebook. It keeps you up to date with our marches. It keeps you up to date. Again, we march every single day. So it keeps you up to date with all of that, as well as our trip. So if you want to come with us, our saying is walk with us. Come with us. Come ride with us. We're going to D.C. So, if you guys want to, The People's Revolution, Facebook. Martin Luther Revolution! Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. All right, uh, People's Revolution, let's step to the side, please, please. Um, brother, my brother, my family, please, come, come, please. I'm going to introduce... Um, a brother who is a, a spiritual brother of mine. I met this brother um, grieving over the loss of his son. And, man, I've just never seen a brother so strong before. And you are somebody that I look up to as well, my brother, in this fight for justice. And I want you to have an opportunity to share, you know what I'm saying, you and your wife's quest. You know what I'm saying? For, uh, for justice. Because this is current right now. And it's stuff that we can do right now to help close, to give this family closure. You know what I'm saying? In their pain. So, take the time, pull out your phones, pull out your phones, go on live, record it. Because this needs to be told to the world. And it needs to be told to the masses of people. So please, y'all, give, uh, give some respect. First of all, we, um, part of the Acevedo family, we uh, joined Vanessa, Justice for Vanessa, and we, we, we reach our condolence to, to Vanessa's family.
nosotros, la familia Acevedo, vinimos um, para unirnos con ustedes, la familia de Vanessa. Te acompañamos los sentimientos. My son Joel Acevedo, um, it's a pain losing a child, so we know what it is to lose a child. We were a very private, quiet family, but the injustice forced us to come out and speak for justice. Justice for Vanessa, justice for Joel, and justice for all the others that have been unjustified. They had no justice, and we have to stand together as one. This is not about political, this is about what's right. And what's right, it's time for us to come together as a one unit to come against justice and speak out. Nosotros hispanos tenemos una voz. Tenemos una voz. No vamos a dejar a nadie callando. Para la familia de Vanessa, nosotros estamos contigo. La familia del norte está con ustedes. Todo unido vamos a ser la voz para todas víctimas. Yo no esperaba hablar hoy. Yo, pero yo venía aquí para hacer una marcha, pero cuando vimos esto, para soporte para Vanessa. Y esto es ahora de Vanessa. Pero también justicia para todos. Gracias.